Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Also, hit us up and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. We are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network. Have to thank our sponsors because they truly do make it happen for us, and they help out you guys. Wilson County Hyundai, for your next car buying experience, Check out who you should trust. See them in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive and orthopedic, uh, orthopedic care. And Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. They've got better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a plan for you at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. So Zach, Matt Ryan uh, traded from Atlanta to the Indianapolis Colts. We've been talking for uh, several weeks now, I guess, because we knew Carson Wentz was not going to be back with the Colts next season before Carson Wentz was officially traded to Washington. But we were always curious about what would happen with the Colts quarterback situation. Could they get Aaron Rodgers? That didn't happen. He stays in Green Bay. Would they be in play for Russell Wilson? No, they were not because he goes uh, to Denver And then it was trying to figure out where else it might be a fit for the Colts to go grab a quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo. That hasn't happened. They land with Matt Ryan. So, Zach, what has been your overall thoughts on watching this Colts quarterback situation play out over the last few weeks? Well, everybody was leaving, right? Like, everybody was going. Everybody was making moves. And the Colts sitting there with their hands in the air saying, hey, what about us? They've struggled to replace Andrew Luck after Andrew Luck kind of pulled the rug out from under him. And he didn't have a passion for football. I mean, that was that's that's up to him. I mean, he left a lot of meat on the bone. Uh, and he was a really damn good quarterback. So, I think it hurts more, right? Where, uh, you know, the situation years ago, the Titans, Jake Locker, he was a bad quarterback that hung up the cleats early. And, you know, I don't know how much meat was left on that bone. For this offseason, though, the Colts, I feel like they've talked about Garoppolo. That obviously didn't come to fruition. They were in uh, and they weren't going to get Deshaun Watson. They probably inquired about Aaron Rodgers with Green Bay. And we talked about that you know, month, probably a month ago saying that'd probably be a good fit, right? Easier division. You play indoors. You've got a good offensive minded head coach in Frank Wright. Now you got a loon of an owner in Ursay, but he, I feel like he's kind of calmed down maybe a little bit in the last couple of years. And, you know, all these moves, Russell Wilson, not nah, that didn't happen. He went to Denver, uh, another AFC team. And they're kind of sitting there saying, well, I, I don't think that the Colts are in position to draft their next franchise quarterback. They, they'd have to, they don't have that ability. No, they don't have a first round pick for what they did with Carson Wentz. Right. right? So, so they kind of screwed themselves based on taking a chance on Winch Wentz. And you're, you're sitting there if you're Indianapolis and you're kind of stuck between Baker Mayfield, you're stuck between Matt Ryan or, I mean, you can't draft a quarterback. I mean, Jameis have- Winston. Jameis Winston might have been in that in that group because he quickly signed back with the Saints after the Matt Ryan deal went down. Right, quarterback coming off of an ACL tear too, right? And so you, you don't know how that works out. You can't get behind, right? A quarterback with an ACL tear, you cannot get behind no. and start one and four. They've done that too often. I mean, they did that literally last I, year. I just, I'm, I'm here for the Jameis Winston rehab videos yet again this offseason. I can't wait. <laughs> right, can't live, wait. live from Indy. So I, I was, I was surprised that Baker Mayfield was not more of a conversation, but Baker is a lightning rod. You know, you're gonna have to take a chance on not only Baker Mayfield's questionable talent an ability as an NFL quarterback, you're going to have to take a chance on his personality. And I just don't think that the Colts, they wanted a safer play. And I don't know if you saw this about the contract. I mean, how much money are the Falcons eating of this thing? Oh, dude. Like I I thought it was pretty incredible. I want to go back and I I favored a tweet. Hopefully I'll be able to find it. Um, I don't know if I am or not. I'll be able to do it. But like, the one thing Zach, that I still learn or, or they're still used from my journalism degree from the University of Tennessee is that when you're wrong, get right as fast as you bleeping can, right? That's that's the one thing that I still 
remember to this day, and that still comes up in my uh, in my life. So here it is. So Warren Sharp at Sharp Football tweeted this yesterday. So the Colts did the following: added Matt Ryan, lost Carson Wentz, were not forced to extend Ryan's deal, gained a third round pick that may be a second round pick from Washington made Atlanta eat over $40 million of dead cap, <clears throat> which is the largest in NFL history, and lowered Matt Ryan's 2022 cap hit $28 million, which was less than Carson Wentz. So while they made a massive mistake in trading a first-round pick away from Carson Wentz, they did their best to try to get right as fast as they bleeping could by doing what they could by getting rid of Wentz and the contract and bringing Matt Ryan on with letting the making the Falcons eat 40 and a half million bucks this year. Well, because the Falcons were more wrong with their contract with Matty Ice and the no, uh, and the, it had proved that Matt Ryan, his time in Atlanta, they were done. He, the guy can't get over 500. And so, why are you sitting there putting that same quarterback under center and expecting a different result, especially now without Calvin Ridley? Julio Jones has been gone. The defense is no good. You're one of your best players is your kicker. And so, like, I, I I think the Falcons were more wrong than the Colts, but you're right. They got right fast. And this deal is actually pretty dang good for the Indianapolis Colts. Now, sure. whether it will work out and Matt Ryan will get the Colts to where they want to go, the unique part about Indianapolis is they're a cusping team. A cusping team in the sense of, they're not in the elite of the AFC. They're not where now Denver is. They're not where Kansas City is. They're not where Buffalo is. And they're really not even where the Tennessee Titans are. Now, Titans have a big question mark at quarterback that has that gets no respect because that respect has not been earned over the last two seasons of losing playoff games with Ryan Tannehill. But the Colts, they could backdoor their way in to an AFC South championship, which means a home playoff game. And now all of a sudden, Matt Ryan, if they do make the playoffs in that fashion, set up to at least win a game and yeah. see if he can resurrect his career based on, I mean, the last good year, it was the 28-3 to Super Bowl year, right? That In which he lost. A long time ago. Uh, yeah, a long time ago for there. All right, so uh, I've got I some I mean, Tom stats. Brady has since left teams, won a Super Bowl, retired and unretired since Matt Ryan was worth a damn. Well, yeah, that's true. But the retirement, uh, 40 days and 40 nights for Tom Brady did not last very long. Anyway, all right, so I, we're going to go over the odds for the AFC South title and how they changed with the addition of Matt Ryan and ask you guys this question that I find interesting. What percentage chance do you give the Colts? What percentage chance do the Colts have to steal the AFC South uh, from the Tennessee Titans. What percentage chance do the Colts have to steal the AFC South from the Titans? And I'll give you those new odds from Venom GM here in a second. But first, let me tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute. Boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, know who to go to, know who to trust. That's boneandjointtn.org. By the way, programming alert, Thursday at noon. Thursday at noon, that's two days from now. We'll have an updated doc talk about Derrick Henry's foot and where he might be going with Dr. Watson from the Bone and Joint Institute. We'll also work to get a uh, Bone and Joint doc talk uh, talking about the Robert Woods ACL on the schedule as well over the next couple of weeks because they have somebody who specializes in any type of injury you could possibly have. So go check them out when you get hurt. Boneandjointtn.org. A to Z Sports, we are powered by BetMGM. As Austin said, we're about to get into some odds with BetMGM. They are the king of the sports book. Code ATOZ Sports. Risk free bet up to $1,000, $1,000. And you get your money back if you're a new user and you lose that bet. If you win that bet, you're rolling in the dough. So that's, that is the type of promo that they're offering our users. Use the promo code A-T-O-Z-S-P-O-R-T-S. All one word, promo code, boom goes the dynamite. Risk-free bet up to $1,000 for new users. All right, so we're about to get into your answers on what percentage chance do you give the Colts to steal the AFC South from the Titans? And uh, I've, I've seen a lot of comments have flown in. So here are the BetMGM odds. That was, you know, basically yesterday before this trade went down. The Titans were even money, plus 100, to win the AFC South. 
and the Colts right on their heels at plus 140 uh, without a named quarterback for the season. So plus 100 and plus 140 were those odds. Now we go to post-Matt Ryan trade, and it shifts. 15 spots in each direction. The Titans slide back to plus 115, slightly longer odds, and the Colts shift up, plus 125, slightly shorter odds, which puts the Titans and the Colts pretty close, according to BetMGM and what Vegas believes this division could come down to. So, I, you know, I, th- I do think it's interesting of what of how they m- viewed Matt Ryan in tightening up the AFC South race a little bit there. Well, Matt Ryan, do, here's a question. Austin, do you think Matt Ryan is better than Carson Wentz? Overall, yes. Do you think Matt Ryan is better than Philip Rivers was, who was a good quarterback as we established that year? He was over the hill that year. So no, I, he's good. I have stats. He's a playoff. He's a playoff. Exactly. Carson Wentz didn't make the playoffs. I I understand that. Carson Wentz somehow lost to the Jags in the last game of the regular season when the Jags were trying to get the number one overall pick. Carson Wentz fumbled the ball away and fumbled the playoffs away. <laughs> yeah, I, Ian, I, I, Ian, I respect you, my guy, and I hope your trip over to the States recently was a good one, but I, I can't play quarterback. I've never been able to do quarterback. <laughs> I, can, I can do wide receiver. You had I better can, ankles at the beginning of the year. That, now, that is true. The wide, Quarterback is something I've never been able to do. So, I, I do have stats about Matt Ryan and – comparing him to Carson Wentz and Phillip Rivers before Phillip Rivers joined the Colts. I will get to those here in a second. I don't want to jump the gun on those. Okay, so I, I to, to answer the question, and we'll go to the, the chat real quick, because the percent chance, the, the Titans are the leader in the clubhouse. I think they have to be. They're back-to-back defending AFC South champions. Not much has changed on their roster. They've just traded for Robert Woods and signed Austin Hooper. They got rid of a bad Julio Jones who didn't do diddly poo for him. Their tight end, their tight end position did as much as Julio Jones did. So that tells you everything you need to know. Their defense was adequate, and I think good at times. Adequate. The Titans defense? Yes. Titans defense was top 10 last year. <laughs> and, well, and well, at, at the end of the day, what cost the Tennessee Titans is one man and one man only. Two, two guys. Not, two guys. Not yeah. downing. Yes. It was the man that threw one pick to start and one pick to end. It was Ryan Tannehill. They had playoff QB problems. And so Matt Ryan hasn't had an opportunity to have playoff uh, problems uh, over the last several years. But the Titans definitely have got to be the leader in the clubhouse going into it. But it's by a short margin, I think, now that uh, Matty Ice is in there. I actually have a. I have three reasons. Oh, why this makes sense of now Matty Ice being the quarterback definitely should increase the Colts' chances of winning this division. Let's go to the chat though. Steven says thirty percent. Sam says forty percent. And remember, we're asking what percent chance do the Colts have to steal the AFC South? So Sam is sitting here saying forty percent chance that they will win. I don't know. Is it a 50% chance that the Titans will win and a 10% chance the Jags may steal it? I I, I don't know. So the Jags are plus 550 uh, and the Texans are like plus 2,500. So I don't think that the Jags or the Texans can win the AFC South this year, but they definitely can disrupt it. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, the, the Texans, the Texans and the Jags both were able to steal victories against the two teams at the top. Yeah. Right. Uh, Keelan says 50, Jarrell says 25, Earl says seven. Steven says, who cares about the AFC South? Uh, Steven, you, I don't know. Why are you here? Uh, (laughs) Earl, uh, my name is Earl says seven. Jay says zero. Uh, Scott goes 20 tighten up. Ohio says 65%. Brandon says 40%, 50, 50 toss up between the Colts and the Titans for the AFC South from our guy, Ian. Not quite, not quite Ian, according to the odds. She, well, but that's his opinion, right? Yeah, I think that's yeah. the unique part about it. Shane says 5%. Uh, Dylan, not Dylan. Dylan says uh, 15% in his opinion. 
Depends on the draft from Jeff Rubel, but 65. So Big Ten Colts fan Jeff says 65%. He, he says the Colts are the leader in the clubhouse. Yuri says 30. Brent, 25. Michael, 49. 33.3 from Billy Jones. Jacob says 40. Rob says 40. Uh, let's see. Kevin says 40. Deborah says 40. Rodney says 25. So kind of a litany of answers right there. I mean, it's all over the place. Yeah. Well, what's so your, where what's are your, you at? I was going to ask you your percentage because I want to go into my Philip Rivers and, and Ryan Tannehill comp uh, after I give my percentage, but I'll let you go ahead. So here's where I'm at. I think that the Titans, I would have probably said the Titans had a 60% chance to win the AFC South prior to yesterday. And the mm -hmm. reason why it would be 60 is I think they're a better team. And let's just face it, the Colts did not have a quarterback. The Titans have a quarterback, and he has proven to be good at times. But when it matters over the last two years, he has not been good, that being Ryan Tannehill. I think this changes things for the Titans now. I still think they are the favorite, but I will go 51% Titans. 49% Colts. And here's the reason why. 0% Jags. 0% Jags. I don't think that they can win it. And I talked okay. about that earlier. Texans, 0% chance that they can win it. We're talking about winning the division, yeah, not yeah. disrupting. Here's the reason why. Three reasons. Look at the schedule. The Colts, you know who they play compared to the Titans? They get the Vikings instead of the Packers second place schedule. That's a big deal. Yeah. They get the new England Patriots instead of Buffalo bills and Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. That's a big deal. And they get the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't know who the quarterback's going to be. And you no, know who the Titans Mitch, get? Mitch Trubisky is who that quarterback's going to well, be. I, as of right now. The draft hasn't happened. Yeah. You know, who the Titans get instead. Joey Joe Burrow. cool. Yeah. Joe cool. So you, and this is why I'm so close. And I wasn't going to go 50, 50 because I do think Ryan Tannehill is better than Matt Ryan. Now I don't think Ryan Tannehill is good enough to get them to a super bowl, but I think he's better than Matt Ryan, but the Titans have to play. I mean, listen to this, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers instead of Mitch Trubisky, Kirk Cousins, which is Ryan Tannehill of the NFC, right? Yep. And Mac Jones, who I still don't believe in Mac Jones. Mac Jones is going to have to prove a lot more to me to see he can actually put a team and a franchise on his shoulders to lead them to a promised land. So I, I, I base this on schedule. I didn't even mention they still got to pay Patrick Mahomes and a bunch of other really good quarterbacks. Well, both teams have to play the AFC West, right? And, and that's a And loaded. the NFC East which includes Dak Prescott, and he's good. Yeah, and Jalen Hurts, who can make you feel pain. Playoff uh, quarterback. Right, yeah, sure. So, schedule. Those are your three things, or just those three quarterbacks? Yeah, a I, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, okay. and Joe Burrow. That's my three reasons. All right, I get you. I get you. No, I, I, I understand that overall thought, and yet, you know, when you win the division, you have to play a first-place schedule, and sometimes that's tough. And so, yeah, the Colts definitely have that. So, so you are at 51% Titans win the division, 49% Colts win the division, and that's it. Nobody else. I, I want to say this. Those three teams are so much better than the Vikings, the Patriots, and the Steelers. They're so much better. That's a big deal to me. I think the Packers will be interesting to see what they do just because of no Devontae Adams. Um, and they've, you know, lost some defensive pieces too. So look, we all these teams, like, you know, the Steelers were where they made the playoffs last year. They shouldn't have. Damn it, Raiders for not kneeing. Uh, so we had to watch that Steelers team make the playoffs. But, you know, the teams change every year. So we don't really know exactly what's going to happen. But, yeah, the Titans' schedule is they got very the back to back defending MVP of the freaking league. They're not well, going to pull I know. But They're going to be have... better than the Vikings. Who's he, who's he throwing to? Uh, who's somebody. Uh, this is the year. The, I'll, I'll say this. This is the year that the Packers draft a first round. You, we've alliance. been saying that for the last three years. Well, a lot has changed over the last three years. <laughs> yeah, what? 
things have been changing. Aaron Rodgers had a fiance at one point. He was one foot out the door. He was meditating and going on fasts. I mean, Juice a lot of, he, he hosted Jeopardy. I mean, a lot has changed in three years. But again, my favorite Aaron Rodgers stat is that he's thrown one singular touchdown pass to a first-round pick. And that was Mercedes Lewis, who was a first-round pick of the Jags in 2006. <laughs> like that, you throw, that makes it makes zero sense why the Packers have been. Yeah, yeah. You know what a better stat is? What? Over the last four years, he's thrown four picks, five picks, four picks, and two picks. Yeah. Well, again, <laughs> I, I don't. I just don't know wh- who he's throwing to because Adams is gone. Valdez Scantling's currently is still a free agent, and Bob Tanyan's a free agent. I, they, there's just they got Randall Cobb up there. His Friday night crew. Tannehill threw more picks this year than Rodgers did the last four. <laughs> crazy, crazy. Real yeah. facts. All right, so um, my percentage for the Titans to win the division is still at 65%. That's where I'm at. And so I think 65% chance the Titans win it. And I'm with you, Zach. I'm not giving it a, a single percentage point to the Jags and the Texans this year. Maybe in 2023, maybe. Uh, but I'm going to go 65-35. I think the Colts have a 35% chance to win the division. Because let's just think about this. Think about all the stuff the Titans went through last year and still not only won the division, had the best record in the entire AFC, in the entire conference. The best record with all the different adversity that they went through, losing their best players, Tannehill having a bad year, Todd Downing being predictable. Now they've done things that I think have made the that can make the offense better. We'll see what happens in Robert Woods' health and everything else means something. So, but I think I look at Matt Ryan and uh, hat tip to uh, the F word pods for bringing this up. So uh, they tweeted this thread. uh, This was, I guess, yesterday afternoon. It looks like, yeah. So Carson Wentz threw seven total interceptions in 2021. Matt Ryan last year threw 12 interceptions. Six of his 12 were in the fourth quarter. From 2017 to 2021, so the last five seasons, no quarterback has thrown more fourth-quarter interceptions than Matt Ryan. That includes your boy Jameis Winston. Matt Ryan has declined significantly from the 2016 season when he had a 7.1% touchdown rate, averaged over nine yards per attempt, had a 117 quarterback rating, and averaged 309 yards per game. That's 2016, right? Gaudy numbers. Gaudy numbers for Matt Ryan. This past year, Matt Ryan had his touchdown percentage rate cut in half from five years ago. Yards per attempt down by over two yards per attempt. His quarterback rating was down from 117 to 90, and his and his yards uh, per game, 309 to 233 yards per game. But so, to, and I want to note this because you can't say all those stats without showing facts, which are his offense was the worst offense that he may have ever had of being in an Atlanta Falcon last year. Yeah, look, they were so, not a good so team. So you cannot sit there oh, and spew how, those how come whenever I try to add, saying that. Whenever I try to add context, you shoot it down, but then you always add context to me. Look, I, I am all about adding context. And yes, Matt Ryan had a terrible... I wasn't done. I was just listing stats. But Matt Ryan has dropped off the face of the earth from his MVP year back in 2016 and what the last several years have been in Atlanta. And last year was not good. So if you want to go further, you can compare what Philip Rivers did the year before he joined the Colts. So Philip Rivers last season in uh, or with the Chargers, when he had a lot better offense than Matt Ryan had, right? Philip Rivers had Keenan Allen. He had Mike yeah, Williams. They were decimated with injuries they that did. year. Yeah, but again, so let's look at Philip Rivers last year. Last year with the Chargers, 4,600 yards passing, 3.9% touchdown rate, 7.8 yards per attempt, and 288 yards per game. Compared to Matt Ryan, 700 less passing yards total, the same type of touchdown rate, low, 7.1 yards per attempt, and 233 passing yards per game. So both of these guys, Phillip Rivers and Matt Ryan, coming off of down years, like significantly down years, going into the Colts system where Phillip Rivers was fine. 
he he helped them get to the playoffs He's because good. he because he minimized he minimized his mistakes where Carson Wentz did not. Matt Ryan leads the NFL in interceptions thrown in the fourth quarter the last five years. That's along the along the same lines of Carson Wentz fumbling away the a chance for the playoffs in, in Jacksonville in January. I will be curious to see now what and, and here's I will say for Matt Ryan. So I think you I've said got a lot one, of things. I've got one more, but I'll let you go ahead and defend. I Matt think Ryan. you said a, a lot of things against Matt Ryan, which you should. I mean, look, the facts. I think the most glaring thing is the fourth quarter pick stat because that was over several years. That wasn't just Five. based on last year when he didn't have a running game. Uh, Calvin Ridley was going through uh, the gambling circuit, and his offensive line was uh, a Swiss cheese. I do say this. If you really want to look at Matt Ryan's best year, which we're talking about 2016, right? When they went to the Super Bowl. Six seasons ago. What did they have around him? They had adequate receivers. They had a Hall of Fame wide receiver in Julio Jones in his prime. I mean, he was a dynamic. But they had a running game and a good offensive line. What do the Colts have? They got the second best running back in the league and a really, really good offensive line. So So if... If you're going into this season, I do think that you have to say that is more like Matt Ryan's best year. Now he's older and I don't know what his arm strength is and all that other stuff, but this is probably the best situation that he's been in since that year. So you bring up the Colts having a good offensive line. I think we need to reevaluate. Everybody needs to reevaluate the Colts offensive line. Are they good at run blocking for Jonathan Taylor? Yeah, no doubt about that. Here is where the Colts offensive line ranked in pass blocking in 2021 compared to the Falcons. The Colts pass block win rate was 20th in the league. The Falcons was 26th. The Colts pass block efficiency was 30th in the NFL. The Falcons was 29th. But efficiency, what does that mean? Efficiency means that relies also on the quarterback, right? Because they were not efficient if they get to the quarterback. If Carson Wentz is dancing around like he does and gets sacked, that is less efficient. That is less on the offensive line, that statistic. Okay, well then correct? the Falcons... Is that correct? Yes, I mean, that is correct. Okay, well then what's then define the Falcons being 29th and the Colts being 30th. Carson Wentz... <laughs> But the Falcons are 29th. The Falcons are one spot ahead of the Colts and pass. I'm not sitting here saying Matt Ryan was good, but at least they had a running game that is efficient. The Falcons didn't have that. They right. had terrible running game. So then you couldn't even t- name their running backs. Cordell Patterson. <laughs> the 2012 <laughs> total pressures allowed by the offensive line this past year. The Falcons 200, the Colts 194. So, yeah, again, it's Carson Wentz being a schizo in the, Zach, in the pocket. Zach, 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 I just gave you three stats. The Colts' offensive line is not good at pass protecting. They were not good with Carson Wentz, correct? They have dropped off significantly when it comes to pass protection. A lot of times, Carson, Carson Wentz was getting rid of the ball fast because one, he couldn't move for part of the year, and two, because the offensive line was pit- let people through. Like uh, so, they're they're better than the Falcons. He has a much better situation than the Atlanta Falcons. Correct well, or incorrect? The, the Falcon, the, the Colts also no longer have Eric Fisher as the left tackle. They have some movement on their offensive line. Well, and you're so, they're saying that their offensive line is not that good, so that my, may be a that, blessing. My overall point is, no, the offensive line was really good at run blocking. They struggled in pass protection. My overall point is, we don't need to just automatically toss out there in conversations like this that the Colts have a great offensive line. I didn't say great. Good. They, I have bet, Good is different than great. Okay. We've, do, we've established this over years of shows. Do the Titans, do, I'm sorry, do the Colts have a good offensive line? I don't think so right now. There's, there's holes there and they need to prove it this upcoming year. So the tight, the Titans and the Colts both have offensive line question marks. The Falcons had a terrible offensive line. The Colts offensive line was statistically bad at pass protection, but, but 
their run blocking and their run game overall is such a big key that that overrides whatever that stat and maybe Carson Wentz's deficiencies because that's something that Matt Ryan has not had. I'm not sitting here as like, I'm not a Colts fan. I could give a damn, but I do think that the Colts have upgraded quite a bit because of what they have and what Matt Ryan can use a lot better than Carson Wentz can. And a lot better if the Colts were knocking on the door of the playoffs. That means something to the Titans going into this season, especially playing the Packers and the Bills and the Bengals. But the but Matt Ryan is also a statue. Do we not agree on that? Matt Ryan moves. Matt Ryan has a low ceiling. I, I will admit that. <clears throat> His ceiling is higher than Carson Wentz's, in my opinion. And I think here's the question. And the love of the show goes to Malachi. I've been saving this. Malachi Perry, answer this question. If the Titans don't win the division, do they make the playoffs? And no. this is the biggest This is the biggest deal of yeah. them all. Because if you do slip up, and Matty Ice becomes the Iceman like he was in 2016 and steals the division title, Matt, uh, Ryan Tannehill will be sitting at home. Because I agree with Malachi, and I agree with you. I don't think they make the playoffs. No, it's too crowded. <clears throat> and I think everybody, I, I think the AFC South gets one team in the playoffs. Just like just like this past year. That's why this, 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 this move is very important. I because still think the Titans have a great shot at I, what I said, 65% chance the Titans win the AFC South, 35% chance the Colts do. What was it before? Probably 70, 30 or 70. I mean, it was really high. I mean, they didn't have a quarterback. Like it was like completely up in the air. Matt Ryan is not a, not a, again, the Colts were wrong and got right as fast as they bleeping could by getting rid of Carson Wentz and upgrading over Matt Ryan. I just don't know what Matt Ryan does for the overall landscape of the AFC with the Indianapolis Colts. All right. So it is Esports here live on this Tuesday. I think I this is the last thing. I think that the Colts now with Matt Ryan have a real shot of making the playoffs. And if they have a real shot of making the playoffs, that means winning their division. And if that means winning their division, like Malachi insinuated, that means the Titans could be on the outside looking in because they didn't do anything with their quarterback and they've got a much difficult schedule. I mean, I can't, I, I will, I'll, I will, you'll be sick and tired of me saying and talking about the green mile coming up in 2022 for the Tennessee Titans, but it is death row records. The quarterbacks that they face on top of the competition within the AFC is brutal. The electric chair is getting warmed up. It's tough. It's a tough scene out there when you look at the Titans schedule and something that we have not figured out yet. What is the placement of that schedule? Are you going to face Joe Burrow, uh, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, and then, uh, I, I don't know, Russell Wilson to start your first four games? Because if you are, I mean, the NFL could yeah. screw you. Yeah, the, just like the Ravens ran into a couple years ago and the Texans in the same situation. All right, A to Z Sports here live on this Tuesday. We have a serious question to ask. And this is not towards everybody watching the show, but towards the majority of the people watching the show. Serious question. Why do Titans fans still care so deeply about Marcus Mariota? Or do you not care? I'm just, I, we want to know. Like Zach and I were talking about this pre-show why do Titans fans still care so deeply about Marcus Mariota or do you not? But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai, you care deeply about the safety of your family. You care, I, I would think you would care deeply about your pocketbook and how much money you have in there and you're not giving it to the gas man because the gas man's open wide. I can't even tell you how much money to, to fill up my tank the other day. I mean, it made me sick. Well, you know what? You need fuel efficiency. I've got a 2012 Hyundai Sonata. I guarantee the 2022 Hyundai Sonata has better fuel efficiency. It's just science. It's literally, it's time. iPhone 13 is better than iPhone 3. So that should give you the opportunity 
to go out there and improve your fuel efficiency on your vehicle by either trading your car in or going to buy a new one. Look at the Palisade. Look at the Sonata, the Elantra, the Santa Fe. Your perfect make and model is maybe one click away at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Don't forget, download the BetMGM app. Use our code today, uh, ATOZ Sports, and you get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 with your first bet after your first deposit. Easy enough. That's code ATOZ Sports when you sign up. And after that first deposit, your first bet is risk-free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions, 21 or older. Tennessee-only new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued with novel trouble, free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days. And for problem game support, call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. So I, I have seen a lot of I don't cares. Why do Titans fans still care so deeply about Marcus Mariota, or do you not? Well, because, so let's let's go to the chat because Jesse starts this thing off and says he loved and did the best for us. He like, loved what? He he loved he loved. He I, loved I, no, what? Actually, I, I think that actually is the correct. He, he he did. He just loved things. Like he he was a level. He loved. Like he loved. He, he, he was not. He wasn't like Philip Rivers. He wasn't an a hole. He didn't take advantage. I mean, that is true. I mean, like he 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 was a lovable guy i guess as a person he wasn't great on the football field at times uh ethan says i don't care steven says i don't care mo says he was trash <laughs> adam says he doesn't care this is kind of where i i'm i but I'm here's the, like all these guys who say they don't care i'm sure you guys clicked on an article about marcus mariota or engaged with a social media post about marcus mariota that shows that you do care like that's that's the hard thing. That's because look, we run an analytical business. A to Z sports is an analytics business. We see all the numbers. I know that a Marcus Mariota post article yesterday was top eight on our website uh, for what happened yesterday. And that didn't even happen until like three o'clock or four o'clock in the afternoon. And so I know people care because people are clicking on it. People are liking it and sharing it and commenting on it all over the place. So well, I'll I'll get your opinion on why that happened because I think I know why. But uh, Danny says you want to see Mario to do well as a human, but don't really care as a football fan. Scott says I like Mario. I think he's a good guy and wish him the best. So Scott, th that's kind of his mindset. Uh, Donald says simply because Mario is a nice guy, that's it. His play was nothing special. I mean, yeah, his play was just kind of like the same. He couldn't go. He couldn't go above and beyond to take you where you wanted to go. If you're a Titans fan, uh, let's go, Mar Mar Marcus. I will watch the, the Falcons. Top from Tyler. Um, indifferent about Mariota. I feel that his tenure was okay at best. Now he's not a Titan. No real interest here from Dom. Jonathan says I don't care, but I I think some just think about what could have been. Yep. That's, and that's it. Is, is it the X complex? Yes, absolutely. It's the what could have been because you had some really good moments, right? Because he brought you from the absolute dumpster fire that was this franchise and helped you got to get to the playoffs and win a playoff game for the first time in 10 years. Or no, win a playoff game for the first time in like 13 years uh, when, when he did that against the Chiefs. So you had really good times. But it leveled out, and people were wi wishing and wondering what could have been. I think that's a big factor of it. So I, I think the – let's talk about the now. The reason why the now is is because familiar faces. Marcus Mariota is a familiar face, and Arthur Smith is a familiar face. Mm -hmm. And so those joining forces, it does, you know, cue an emotion to say, oh, okay, they're – they're going to see what they can do as the Falcons are, I mean, in every sense of the word, rebuilding, right? So there's no threat. The Falcons are not a threat. The Bucs might as well just take their NFC South title and get in the playoffs in 2022 for Tom Brady, which I love. I do think that there is an X complex, but personally, I mean, I, I could care so little about Marcus Mariota. It's not even funny. Because of the way, and I, I think about this one moment in time, and yes, this is a an oldie but a goodie, Indianapolis, when Blaine Gabbert had to play and Mariota was on, a ball, uh, on the sidelines with the ball cap because 
he didn't think that he could play, but the team thought that he could. And that obviously was friction, big mm-hmm. time friction, because let's see where Marcus Mariota is and where the Tennessee Titans are and where they went afterwards. That showed me, I think, a lot about Marcus Mariota and his competitive spirit. And I think if you have an NFL quarterback that wants to win a Super Bowl, I don't question Ryan Tannehill's want or care or drive or leadership. I don't question that. I I believe in that. I question his ability. And he may just not have it. Marcus Mariota at that point. You also questioned his competitive spirit just now, but then you said you don't question his drive, uh, which conflicts it. I was talking about Mariota versus Tannehill. I was talking about two different people. Gotcha. Tannehill, I I criticize Tannehill a lot because I don't think that he has the it factor to get the Titans to a Super Bowl. That is what is on Ryan Tannehill. But I don't question his leadership or the niceness of who he is. Marcus Mariota proved to all of us in at home in Nashville on Sunday Night Football for the first time in like a decade that they got that showcase game that he wasn't willing to put it all on the line. And that tells me everything I need to know because you have to put it all on the line to win a Super Bowl. You do. And so I I will I will always hold that against Marcus Mariota. Sorry. It's nothing against him as a human. It's just him as a competitor. So I he has a he has a lower ceiling in my opinion. Ryan Tannehill, his ceiling for the franchise has got to be Super Bowl. And I don't think that he can reach that. Marcus Mariota has kind of proven that he can't. Yeah, and this is his first chance to get a, a an actual starting job since the Titans, and so now I feel like maybe that's well, it's his it's his first it is his first chance to get a starting job because the Falcons are either going to have Mariota or they're going to draft a rookie and they're going to have a quarterback competition uh, in in August. So yes, it is his first chance to win a starting job because he wasn't being out Derek Carr uh, in in Vegas. I don't. I think it's a lot of the what could have been for Titans fans and the fact that he is a nice guy. And Nashville, for the most part, is a nice guy city. That's And that's what old Nashville, new Nashville, it's transforming a little bit. But it's still a nice guy town. And you like your nice guys. And you always hang on to your nice guys. I don't care about Marcus Mariota. But I do know whenever we post about him, it works. And so that's why that continues and to where happen. do nice guys usually finish? Last, as they say. As they say, last. You got to have a little a-hole in you to get to where you want to go. That's why Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, they have that. Even Drew Brees had a little bit of that. Now, he was more of a nice guy than all those others. But you got to have a little bit of that juice, I believe, to get your team to where they want to go. And Mariota didn't have an ounce of that. I do find it ironic that he's going to the Falcons, which is where he had his last good start. I, I, I want Marcus Mariota to play like he played at Oregon. And I don't think he has the ability to do that in the pros just because of circumstance and career and age. But like that Oregon Marcus Mariota was pretty damn impressive. Now I know it's a completely different game, but He had zip on his ball. He was a threat to run. He had like that Russell Wilson threat where it was third down. He could get a first down. He won the damn Heisman. Yeah, it was insane. (laughs) Of course, we didn't really see. And we I I don't want to say we didn't see it. We saw few glimpses of that. Barry Church uh, getting his fate sealed six feet in. Uh, the competition and the grit in Kansas City in that playoff game. Zach, it's it's Pac-12 defenses versus NFL defenses. The Pac-12 sucks. Like we all know that. Like that's why that happens. And so it's not that but difficult. But you just don't believe that. Like no, you know it. It's I, it's, true. Yeah, but you don't want to believe that. It's when's true. the last Pac-12 quarterback that worked? Hmm. Last Pac-12 quarterback who worked. Davis Mills. <laughs> Count. The, the question is Andrew Locke, <laughs> who is not your typical Pac-12. Well, you said the last one, but yeah. Davis but. Mills doesn't count yet. He just played a rookie. For the, Andrew Luck is the last one, and he doesn't even count because Stanford is like NFL-ready system. Well, and he left. Yeah, and then you got to go back to Aaron Rodgers. 
Carson Palmer was before Aaron Rodgers. There's yeah. not a lot of Pac-12 quarterbacks who have worked. Justin Herbert is on his way. Yeah, Justin Herbert. That's it. But but the but the point is, but from Rodgers to Mariota, there was a lot of gaps. Andrew Luck is different, right? So there, it was just a lot of they didn't a lot find of, a farm system in the Pac-12. <laughs> yeah, Pac-12 is uh, rough right now. All right. It is time for trivia. <clears throat> we and, need and help. I, Zach, have left the chat after, after this comment. I know it's got to be a joke. Yeah, it's it, definitely a joke. Definitely a joke. Uh, yeah, I respect I how you. That. I respect how you spell your name, Zach. But oh, God. don't put don't a last name that. on there after that comment. All right, let's get to our Tuesday sports trivia. We need everybody to stay because we need help. We 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 really need help on this. We climbed out of a hole by going seven and three last week. We have 10 questions coming up, but first Zach, tell us all about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yes, FBHP.com is where to go, plus slash A to Z to to basically direct you exactly where you need to go. But 200 plus locations, better coverage, better rates, better service. Farm Bureau Health Plans. I changed my health plan at the beginning of 2022, and I'm really so glad that I did. I'm saving 20% each month. So more money in my pocket, and that's true. And I do get better coverage than my last plan. And they have a plan for each individual. I mean, that's kind of the best part. You take a 35-minute health assessment. After that, it's all on the phone. You answer some questions. They give you a quote, and you see what your health plan is. You benefit off of this. I truly am glad that we have partnered with uh, FBHP.com. Just so... I have better health plan. I mean, I, I do. I have better coverage. And so you can make that a reality as well by visiting fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. That's fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. Go log on. You don't have to talk to anybody or you do have to talk to anybody. You got to make that health assessment. It's quick and easy. And all of a sudden, you've got a brand new plan. You can cancel your old one. And you're riding deep into 2022 with better coverage. FBHP. Com. Don't forget, download the BetMGM app. Use our code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk free bet up to $1,000 with your first bet after your first deposit. Easy enough. And it is time for sports trivia. Sports trivia on Tuesday is always presented by Brentwood Imprint, your brand on anything. Put your logo on any type of product, whether it's shirts, other gear, sweatshirts, hoodies. They've got you covered, uh, you know, mugs, uh, cups, other things, uh, pins, whatever it might be. Put your logo on any product with BrentwoodImprint.com. Enhance your brand with promotional products. Continuously promote your brand and elevate your business by going local. BrentwoodImprint.com is locally owned and operated, unlike a bunch of other swag brands. So if you're going to do it and build your business, uh, BrentwoodImprint.com, go local with it for our Tuesday sports trivia. Zach, we went 7-3 and three last week. And we are 29 out of 50 overall. So that is a uh, quick math tells you under 60%. Not good. 58%. We so, need a strong comeback. We do. Let's get right here. Why did New York Yankees pitcher Dave Winfield, why was he arrested on April 4th, 1983? Why was New York Yankees pitcher David Winfield arrested on April 4th, 1983? So something had to have happened. I mean, I know Dave yeah. Winfield. I mean, he's a Hall of Fame baseball player. Mark Jones what? says streaking. Huh, I, I don't know. Um, Expose. I mean, it could, is it exposing yourself? exposure? Yeah, I thought Dave Winfield was an outfielder. That's what I thought. Yeah, he was an outfielder. It says, why was New York Yankees pitcher David Winfield arrested on April 4th, 1983? Is there a, is there a difference in Dave and David? I, I, I cannot look anything up right now. It's no. against the rules. Yeah, but, but, but like, he's definitely an outfielder. But trespassing, Dustin says killed a seagull. David Brown says killed a bird and Tory. Did he kill a bird? Killed a bird in Toronto. Killed a bird in Toronto? I think that's what we have to go with. That's way too specific. Killed a bird. 
Final? Final A to Z, he killed a bird. Wow. Is that right? Uh, on April 4th, 1983, David Winfield of the New York Yankees was warming up for another inning against the Toronto Blue Jays when he accidentally struck and killed a seagull with a ball. Later in the day, Winfield was actually arrested. Welcome to Canada by Toronto police for cruelty to animals. Needless to say, these charges didn't hold up and were dropped the next day. I mean, that is the most ridiculous, ridiculous thing that I've heard to date. That the Toronto police would put him in handcuffs for that. Then Randy Johnson is uh, in prison <laughs> because he decimated a bird in the States. You remember that? Yeah. If it was an accident, then yeah. But if you like purposely beat a bird with a baseball, then I could see you. Being a bird. You can't do that. It's right. physically un like you cannot do that. Birds are too shifty. They're weird. They can fly, right? All right. So one and zero. Oh. Wow. Uh, next question: Where were the Utah Jazz originally located? New Orleans. I feel very confident about this. Very I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just trying to make sure that we think about this. Where were the Utah Jazz originally located? Yeah, in New Orleans. Feel very, very strong about this. Yeah, New Orleans, final A to Z. You gonna lock it in? I just did. 1974, the New Orleans Jazz expansion team moved to Salt Lake in 1979. Only lasted five years in NOLA. Okay, 2-0 start. I like this. All right, uh, back to baseball. This is going to be a tough one. How many winning seasons did the Philadelphia Phillies have from 1918 to 1949? This is multiple choice, so you get four, four uh, answers. How many winning seasons did the Philadelphia Phillies have from 1918 to 1949? One, 12, Phillies, 1918 to 1949. I feel like they were not good during that time. One, 12, 27, or three. So if they weren't good, it would be one or three. That's kind of mm -hmm. where I'm narrowing it down, but I don't know. How many years is that? <sighs> Math on air, bro. Well, just say the years again, and I'll help you out. 1949, 1918. 31 years. It seems like it would be one because it's 31 maybe i think i think three one and three chat. are the popular i mean they're the chat and the chat is you know back and forth between one and three chris frazier says zero but that's not a multiple choice answer uh three i think three you want to lock it in yeah final eight is even going three the correct answer from 1918 to 1949, the Philadelphia Phillies had one winning season. All right, I'll take the credit for that loss. Two and one. Next question. How long did Roger Bannister hold the world record in the mile? Oh, man, I know he was the first four-minute mile, but I don't know how long he held it. That's How tough. long did Roger Bannister hold the world record in the mile? Oh, it's got to be years, right? Is yeah. It years, days, or weeks? And you we don't have any records broken. That, huh? And we don't have a we don't have a multiple choice on this, right? No. Uh, Jesse Jones says two years before losing it to American Jesse Jones. Jesse, did did somebody who has the same name as you break that? And that's why you know that? Because that's why I would know it. Roy says it's less than a year. And Roy is pretty reliable. I, I feel like that at least narrows it down. Right. I I think it's I don't think it was that long because I know he was the first four minute mile guy. He was the four minute man. Roger Bannister. <clears throat> so um and Jesse, you didn't get me. I, I was on to what you were doing. Like I wasn't like 
Okay. Congratulations if you think it's funny. Uh, I say less than a year from Roy. <laughs> I don't. I say less than a year. Final A to Z. The correct answer is 46 days. Which is less than a year. <laughs> I, that's yeah. so, well, it's like how do like how do we how are we supposed to know how to answer that? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, that's fair. We're correct. Uh, I don't like it. Because we, we, uh, we can't go in months. We can't go if it, <clears throat> I think I think we get it right. Because they didn't give us, I mean, we were correct. It was less than a year. They didn't ask us. Yeah, but what if you said less than five years? <clears throat> well, that's not reasonable. Like under a year is is a reasonable like record. Yeah, but it was it was under two months. I think that's where I'm at. Is let's hold let's hold tight on that and let's move on to the next one. I I do understand. There, there was no your parameters concern. on how we can on how we can uh, on how we can do that. All right, so if you want to skip it, and we'll come back yeah. to it. What is the only city to win three major sports championships in the same year? What is the only city to win three major sports championships in the same year? It's got to be a big city. Boston. Boston's got to be in the running. Uh, I think it's LA. Oh, Tampa. San Francisco. Tampa just- Tampa what about just San Francisco? Did it. Didn't Tampa just do it? No, they just did. They lost. They lost to the Dodgers. It's got to be look San Francisco, the Giants, the Giants, the no, no, the Niners. No, I think it's I think it's Boston. Oh eight, oh eight, Boston of the Patriots, the uh, Celtics, and then the Bruins. Or the Red Sox. I think it's absolutely Boston Red. I think it's Boston. Alex Doherty says 2011 Celtics, Patriots, Bruins. I think it's Boston. I'm locking in Boston. Final A to Z, Boston. Well, I guess it's happened twice because it also happened in 1935 from Detroit. They won, the Lions won the NFL title, the Tigers won the World Series, and the Red Wings won the Stanley Cup. I think we got to we gotta move on for that. That doesn't count. Okay. Um, what is the fastest MMA knockout of all time? Six seconds. I don't know. What is the fastest MMA knockout of all time? How many have we answered? Where are we at? We're at two and one officially. We've had two ones that we've thrown out. Thrown out. Yeah. Okay. What is the fastest MMA knockout of all time? I mean, it's got to be seconds. One second. Two seconds. Bryce says four seconds. It was the Masvidal knee. I. Uh, that sounds right. I mean, you'll go into that. I think that's right. Okay. I mean, what we're getting, we're getting five seconds for Masvidal. Uh, you know, it's, that's, you know, it's, you know, second, right? Difference. So Masvidal's knee, is it, uh, how many, but it says, what is the fastest? It's got to be in seconds. Is it one, two, three, four, 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 four or five? What are we settling on? Four, four or five? Four, four, four. Four, lock it in? Yeah. The correct answer is, wow. March 15th, 2014, Mike Garrett knocked out Sam Heron in one second. That makes no sense. Uh, Warrior Challenge MMA 14. There's no way. One second. You can't even like start the fight like that. All right. Two and two. 
Who holds the record for most NASCAR wins? I mean, it's got to be Richard Petty or Jimmy Johnson, right? Who holds the record for most NASCAR wins? I'm trying to think if Richard Petty... Uh, uh, Richard Petty was notorious for being the man, but then Jimmy Johnson won a ton at, during his career. Yeah, but I feel like Richard Petty raced a lot more and longer. Like Jimmy Johnson, once he got, you know, he got loaded rich and didn't have to do it anymore. I, I think it's, I think it's Richard Petty. <clears throat> and it can't be Earnhardt because he died too young. I think Richard, Richard, Jeff Petty, Gordon did race a long time. But Richard Petty was dominant and that was before it got as you want to do popular. Petty. I mean, it looks like the chat's saying Petty. Yeah. Petty. And let's go final A to Z. Petty. He's nicknamed the King for a reason. Boom. Finally. All right. Three and two. We've only answered five questions because we have those two that we're iffy on. Who's the, so, so five, we're five in. Who's the only heavyweight boxing champion to retire with an undefeated record? Tyson? No. He got, didn't he retire and then came out of retirement? He got beat by Buster Douglas. So he didn't fully retire. Who is the only heavyweight boxing champion to retire with an undefeated record? It's not Muhammad Ali. It's got to be like Ricky Marciano. Rocky. Rocky Rocky Marciano. Yeah. <laughs> his Ricky made Ricky his brother. Yeah, his cousin. Rocky, yeah. I mean, was he heavyweight? Yeah. Okay, so then it's Marciano. You want to lock that in? Yeah, final A to Z. 49-0. Rocky. 43 knockouts. Rocky. Marciano. Okay. Four and two. All right. Last sports question until we get to uh, random questions. What is the record for most rebounds in an NBA game? Oh. It's got to be like a Wilt, ton. Wilt, Wilt Chamberlain with like. Like 50 something. Yeah. Fifty-five. Jarrell says fifty-five from Wilt. <clears throat> I think I think it's in the fifties from Wilt. Yeah. Howard G says fifty-five from Wilt. Christian says fifty-five from Wilt. So let's go. Wilt Chamberlain fifty-five. Final A to Z. November nineteen sixty. Philadelphia Warrior Wilt Cham Chamberlain set the record fifty-five rebounds against the Celtics. That's strong. Where are I'm we at? Strong. We are at five and two. Okay. All right. I like it. Three questions that are random. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, that, that one is just impossible. Um, sorry, I got to find this. That's unfair too. Um, I mean, these are really, really, really tough. Um, what was the most important celestial object for the Aztecs? What was the most celestial object for the Aztecs? I don't even know where to start. The sun? Is that what? I mean, people just said the sun. That would make sense. <clears throat> I mean, I mean, everybody's the sun. So let's just go to sun, final A to Z. The correct answer is the sun. <laughs> Six and two. Good job, chat. Wow. <clears throat> um, Let's see here. I can't. These are really like impossible. Um, 
How many episodes are in the first season of Stranger Things? I started it, but I don't think I finished it. Same. I started it, but I started I the first season. Uh, I want to say 10. <clears throat> Somebody in this chat has watched Stranger <clears throat> Things. Come on. Or it, it's 10 or 12, it looks like. No, we got maybe 12. I think 10, 8. We oh, all, we got 6, 8, 10, 12, 9s, 8s. 8, 8, 8 is flying in. So I think Orlando, we Orlando did 8 twice, 3 times. Orlando said 8 3 times. So I think, I think Orlando is trying to tell us something. You want to lock it in? Orlando just screaming at us. It's eight. It's eight. Fight light is eight. The correct answer is eight. Orlando. Okay. Thank you, Shout Orlando. Out to Orlando. Yeah. If you know something, just keep hammering it. Keep hammering. All right. So we are seven and two. Last question. What is the deepest spot in the world? What is the deepest spot in the world? Um <clears throat> Isn't the the what is the Bermuda Triangle? I don't no, it's actually the, it's know. The, it's something trench. Oh yeah, it starts with an M. The the chat's got to get this. The, Mar the the Mariana Trench. Mariana. It's in Mexico. They're right. The chat's right. The Mariana Trench. Is that right? I think that's right. And and I want to say with Jay, if Jay, if I asked the questions that I looked over that di I didn't ask, you would be destroying me because some of these questions are certified impossible. And then you come across one that you automatically know. Like no how many, here, I'll give you an example. How many points are awarded for an NFL for a safety? Like, I'm not going to ask that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Mariana Trench, final A to Z, to get to eight and two. The correct answer is the Mariana Trench. Yeah. Big, big eight Huge. and Huge. So that puts us at 37 out of 60, which is up to 61%. So we, we improved by three percentage points on this. So that's great. That's a good, uh, that is a good movement there. So good job, chat. The chat is the MVP today. I'll give you an example. And this is a throwaway question. We won't ask this. This is for Jay. This is one that I did not answer. How or ask, how long was the first version of the movie Heaven's Gate? You're not going to know that. Yeah, I mean, it, people like. I, the correct folks, answer is five hours and 25 minutes for those wondering. The first version of Heaven's Gate. There's no way. I'm not. I can't ask that to the chat. I'll get destroyed. So I, I, I try to keep it a little bit fair. It's a tough job, Austin. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Asking the trivia questions is really hard. It's really hard. That's I'm why not going to say. You know what? What color is uh the flag that NFL officials throw <laughs> for a penalty? Nick said. Nick said that Heaven's Gate is uh less than one year. <laughs> <laughs> man nick I, I i gave the love of the show to a question earlier in the show but uh, nick i do dude, love that that's great that's great all right we'll end on nick's great joke and we'll see you guys tomorrow morning on a wednesday who knows what will happen in the nfl buck rising live tonight a to z sports prime time check out the website a to z sports.com for all your markers mariota coverage as well and we will see you guys tomorrow morning have a great one thanks adios